So today we're going to be presenting our um, segment with the first group that's going to be talking about arts and culture. So our first topic is um, anime. And I mean, has anyone uh, seen any anime, like actual anime? I don't think I've ever seen anime. Uh, I have seen the uh, Detective Conan, also called Case Closed, in America. And the story talks about the high school teenager who was transformed into a child while investigating a mysterious organization and then he used the identity of the father of his childhood friend to solve many cases. And I think this kind of detective anime is very interesting. Put that in the chat. I want to watch that now. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there a whole, there's like a whole theme park dedicated to that show in Japan or something? What? Theme park? So it's like Disneyland before the anime. <laughs> We're talking about culture. I mean, it's not technically American culture, but you guys saw that Japan's making like uh, that one anime called Gundam, where it's like this huge mech. And Japan's been putting millions of dollars into creating this giant robot that could start a world war. What? I'm never I don't know how to that. feel about that. Yeah. What does it do? What does the robot do? It just stands up and looks incredibly intimidating. Like, look it up. I know you guys don't believe me, but look it up. It's, it's very Gundam? scary. Yeah, it's called a, a Gundam. This is anime. Came out Isn't in the 90s. That, like, there's those uh, action figures. Oh, that, yeah. You know, I've heard of that. Yeah, precisely. It's those really um, expensive action figures. Like, Gundams is like, they're the equivalent of like Legos in Japan. Everyone buys those. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but talking about anime, um, have you guys seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? No, what's that about? Okay, so I'm going to try to just describe the first season. So imagine if you got a men's health magazine, you mixed it with Adventure Time, oh, and then you okay. got Dracula in a Gucci magazine. 
And that's basically JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part one. In a Gucci magazine? Probably Wonder Tree somewhere. Yes, it's a Gucci, <laughs> because they, they constantly do all these like feminine poses, but they're like manly as heck. So it's like all these muscles, and you're like, you can't say anything other than, you know, like cool pose, because they'll beat the crap out of you. <laughs> Wait, so what's the plot? Okay, so <laughs> there's a gay vampire. His name is Dio. He likes the Joe Stars. So he targets the Joe Stars, but the thing about the Joe Stars is that they're the main characters, and of course they're going to defeat him. But he's a vampire. So every season, it's uh, a descendant of the previous Joe Star trying to kill Dio. <laughs> yeah. Like, so season one was just what I described to you right now, but season five, they're just gay gangsters in Italy killing vampires. It, it's, it's wild. So is JoJo the vampire? Jojo is the vampire hunter. Oh. Yeah. Like it's way crazier. (laughs) Okay, talking about television, has anyone seen Catfish? I am not proud to say that I've now watched almost the entire show. And I did some math, and that's almost about 100 hours worth. (laughs) (laughs) my deepest secret so can you um talk a a little bit about what that show's about so a catfish i think most of us most of our generation knows what catfish is but it's when you're on like a dating profile and you're pretending to be someone you're not using other people's photos and just lying about yourself so on the show they they actually confront their catfishes and there's a lot of tears and fights, and it's really good drama. <laughs> Sounds like it. I mean, it did happen to me, too. So. <laughs> yeah, talk about that. Let's talk about that. So I met this girl on Tinder, and fair warning, I was living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And the thing about Albuquerque, New Mexico is that if you guys have seen Breaking Bad, that's literally Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. The crackheads, everything. Yikes. The people out there, it's, it's wild. It's the wild, wild west. But, um... Met up with this girl on Tinder. You know, she's gorgeous. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay, she's skinny. Okay, bet. So it was kind of sketch because she wanted to meet me at a CVS. I'm like, what the heck is that? About? What? So, yeah, I get on the bus. I go to CVS. What? And I get there and she looks nothing like her profile. You know, like I'm all for, you know, like all girls with shapes and sizes. But this girl was thick all around the edges. I was like, what is Dang. happening? So... I'm like, okay, so are we going to the movies or? And she's like, oh, well, uh, I don't have money for bus bus fare. So I was like, okay, let's just get an Uber then. We get an Uber and in the Uber, she's talking about her parents and how she hates living with her parents and how she'd rather live with me. And I'm like, I don't know your fucking last name. I mean, your, your freaking last name. So I'm like, what is this about? So we get to movie theaters, I buy her some popcorn and we're in the theater and she starts touching me, kissing me. And I'm like, I don't want this. So I tell her I have to go use the restroom. And I just ran out the movie theater. And I blocked her and I never talked to her again. So what are your um, tips for people to not um, be catfished? To be honest, just <laughs> try to go out a little bit more. You know, dating apps are cool, but it gets to the point where people just use and abuse their power on it. Yeah. Well, um, I have heard some tips about how to spot catfishing. Like, for example, we can check if they have photos of their friends. Like, if you are chatting with a person who never uploads a photo with someone on his or her profile, mm-hmm. um, you may be a catfish. Or, like, we can check to see if their social media accounts 
have few followers, like a catfish will not have many followers on social media because they are not the person they are talking about. True. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. Quick tip: be wary of filters. Do so much. Yes. In a long time, but screw <laughs> you over. Those are dangerous. I think if someone wants to meet you at CVS, then that's your red flag. Yeah. yeah I mean, but yeah. it's in New Mexico, so everyone out there is usually crazy. So I'm like, let's just see where this goes. Wait, was she just like, just facetuned or was she not the person in the photo at all? She was not at all. Like, she didn't even have blonde hair. It was red. <laughs> and I was like, what's this? Oh Crayola box just popped out of nowhere. What do I do? Yeah. All right. So for the last topic we are going to discuss is music. And a very hot topic in music is Little Nas X um, controversial video. So does anybody have any opinions <laughs> about this video? I never thought I'd see a red-haired black man twerking on the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> I just never thought I'd see that in my life. But, you know, with the sight in my mind now, it, it is what it is. Let him do what he has to do. So. It happened. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a big F you, and I was really into it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the SNL skit. It, it was too forced. When he was, like, twerking on Jesus, it's like, what are we watching? I haven't seen... Is that from the last episode? Yeah. I think that was from the last episode. Who was the host for that? I mean, who really watches Saturday Night Live for the host? I just watched the like, <laughs> little cuts. No offense. This meeting but, is being recorded. <laughs> kind of. I kind of liked Matt TV when it was on air a lot more than Saturday Night Live. It's much more raunchy. Yeah, I huh. feel like I'm one of those people who like didn't appreciate that video, but I get where he's coming from because there's a lot of like tension among the lgbt community and with religious groups so like i see that but that was like kind of like offensive to my beliefs but you know what it happened i saw it and i'm a little bit scarred but that's okay wait so <laughs> are you scarred because the devil got torqued on or like how is that scarring because the devil you're supposed to wish nothing but bad stuff right like i'm an atheist so i'm just yeah. assuming that the devil is just someone that you kind of hope you know, doesn't win at the end of the day. So if he's getting twerked on by Little Nas, you know, more power to him. <laughs> no yeah. one's really winning. I think it was just scarring to see, like, yeah, the devil getting twerked on. It was, like, kind of, like, weird. I don't know. It's, it's I've never sexualized the devil, so it's, like, weird. <laughs> so um, we're finished with our arts and culture segment, and we're going oh, to move wait, on. Wait, I do have one thing. I have to present my process mix. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Two we're presenting minutes. our process mix now. One second. Does anybody else have any thoughts while Jerry's getting his audio ready about the music video? Um, I mean, I could like go into a whole discourse about this, but <laughs> I mean, I just think the main point is like focusing on um, like people should be more acknowledging like the the damage that the church has done mm -hmm. to the, rather than like <laughs> him twerking on the devil. That's true. That's true. All right. 
Good morning, everyone. Or shall I say, good morning, My name is Lucky Green, and today I'm going to teach you how to curse properly. So to begin, we're going to use one of my favorite curse words. Can you say the word? Good job. You can use the Such as a noun. Hey, bro, what's up with you slamming the door? Man, I'm just tired of living in these nasty apartments. What happened? All you did was take out the garbage. I went to the dumpster to toss out the trash, but it was already full of shit. Did you see that photo of Donald Trump in his new office? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I saw it. You know what? What? Donald Trump really is a piece of shit. It's kind of obvious at this point. You can use the word even as an interjection. That party was crazy last night, man. The free alcohol was cool, too. I was way too drunk last night to even... Wait. Wait. Have you seen my phone? Last time I saw you with it was at the party. Really? Really. And you can even use as an adjective. Yo, bro, HBO just added Zack Snyder's Justice League to the app. Wanna watch it? I don't think we should waste four hours of our lives watching a corpse of a film that somehow found the light of day. Plus, I heard it was... And Amber Heard is still in it. Amber Heard is in it. <laughs> Let's watch something else then. Oh, would you look at the time? Looks like it's time for me to get going now. I hope you all have a good morning. What should I say? Have a good morning. Yeah, later. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Why, thank Lucky. You. Thank you. <laughs> so we're now moving on to the second group. Hi, so our topic is sports. But before that, I also need to present my process mix. Just letting you guys know it's going to be a big contrast from what we just heard. Um, okay, I'm going to try sharing my sound right now. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and play it. So basically the idea for this is that, <clears throat> you know, in case I ever meet my demise soon, I need somebody to take care of my son. So here are the instructions. How to take care of my son. To whom I leave my child with. In case anything ever happens to me, this is how you take care of Atticus. I know he can be a lot, but I hope this helps. Atticus is an energetic border collie who loves attention, so you have to put in quite a bit of work. It all starts in the morning. You wake up and the birds are chirping. 
He will lick your face to let you know he needs to go to the bathroom. After he's done doing his thing, he'll probably get hungry. He's always hungry. You will feed him three times a day. One cup every morning, afternoon, and evening. Atticus sheds because of his double coat, so you'll need to brush him daily. He gets hot bread sometimes. While you're at it, brush his teeth too. Now, as I said, my dog has a lot of energy. You should take him to the dog park to go meet new friends. Psst, you'll see for the rest of the day, and you get some peace and quiet. He's going to be really thirsty from all the running. Give him some water when you get home. While he's sleeping, he'll probably jump up suddenly and start barking at something outside. You kind of just let him do it. It makes him feel like a hero, but deep down, he's really just a softie. Now that he's up, he'll want to play again. Give him some toys and he'll be entertained for a while. It's probably nighttime now. You brush your teeth, you get into bed. Atticus might not fall asleep right away. You might find two blue eyes staring at you at night. It's terrifying. But I'm letting you know now ahead of time so you don't get startled. He'll play with his toys and you might be super tired. If you can't sleep, you can just put him in his crate and close the door. It's like telling a kid, go to sleep. You might let out a sigh, but trust me, he'll go to sleep. At night, you might hear his nails scratching against the crate. He'll dream about running and you might even hear him whimper. It's pretty cute actually. That's it, you're done for the day. Hopefully you're not too tired because you'll have to do the same for this furry kid every single day. Okay, thank you guys for listening um, and good luck to whoever has to take care of him. So today my group is gonna talk about sports and I don't know if anybody wants to jump in, um, like what activity you've been doing just to keep yourself sane during COVID. Um, well, for, uh, well, I want to talk about my experience with sports. Um, ever since I was like an elementary middle school, it's like kind of combined. We've always were kind of like forced into playing sports just because we're like a small school, small public school. So we didn't have enough kids, like literally from grades K through eighth was 60 students. So you can imagine how small it was and how much like we needed the people that were eligible to play. So ever since then, I've played softball, basketball, and volleyball. Actually won um, MVP for the whole year, my eighth grade year. I think that was the first time they ever gave out that award as well. Um, and then in high school, I believe, I don't think I played softball my first year. It wasn't until my second year that I continued to play softball. I really enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the people on the team, but I enjoyed the game itself, you know, because sometimes like they're so rude. Like, yeah. yeah, like there'd be times where they're just like, oh, like, look at that girl. Oh, my God. She's pretending to have a headache. And that same girl comes over and they're like, oh, my God. Hi. How are you? Are you OK? I'm like, y'all are fakes. 
Dude, well, that reminds me like so much of um because I played for like one year in volleyball and it was just honestly like I really like volleyball, but I'm I had really bad anxiety at the time and just the um having to deal with like the favoritism and everything, it was like kind of to me it was like a toxic environment for me that's made me super anxious. Um but I guess that just comes with like sports and having to deal with other people. It can be like kind of difficult sometimes. Yeah, that that's how I felt a lot through like um softball in high school. Just like all the favoritism. I can get uh, going on. Yeah. Uh, especially since like um like um uh, their coaches, like the students on the like team, their like their parents are the coaches. So it's like like they would want their child out there and they would have it there like even if they're honestly like we need like sometimes we had like this best pitcher and the this other person was learning and stuff but like when we're like in a very tight space where we needed to like win they would like she would force her daughter out there even though she knows like the other person was a better choice mm-hmm. but it's like since it was her daughter she was like oh yeah she's gonna go out there and I'm like yeah so we just lost the game but <laughs> I mean <laughs> like they only cared if it was their like um their child like if it was someone else who let's say was at the same skill level as their daughter they would always prefer their daughter and it was so annoying um I think this is why like I didn't want to continue anything else just because of how they were the way they are <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, my my high school was um, very similar. Like my, my high school was like super small too, um, but yeah, I, I'm honestly not really like a big sports person. Um, I hardly do any physical activity at all every um, every day. But I do play like video games a lot, um, and that's something that I've been doing a lot ever since COVID. Um, I don't know if anybody else in the group plays video games too. I actually don't, but I think one of my favorite games um, from like Nintendo at least would have to be Mario Party because I feel like that's just like such a family friendly game. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like even if you don't know how to play like games or if you're not like, if you don't play as much, then I feel like it's still a game where like everyone could play it no matter like their, like, um, I guess their quality, like the way they play it. Yeah, I remember I used to play that game um, when I had a, a DS and all my cousins had that game and um, at the parties that like, you can find us like me and my little cousins like playing on the DS uh, Mario Party. Um, I've, I've tried to play like the newer Mario Parties and I don't know why I'm just like not feeling them. Yeah, there's just like, I feel like there's a difference between like the ones now and then the ones back then because mm-hmm. I did play the one like the newest one and I feel like it wasn't just it didn't give off the same like feel as like the previous games mm-hmm. so yeah mario kart is just super competitive for me and then like there's mario party where it's like just wario gets on my nerves for some reason i don't know every time i see him, i'm like god i just want to destroy you so bad which i end up doing but like it's just something about him that's like ugh. Yeah, I got super frustrated when I played um, Mario Party on the Switch. I think there was like a, like a calm, and then they were just, they were beating me by 
by so much. Like they would get those, those little pipes and immediately go to the star. And I'd be so angry because I was just like left behind. I remember like my roommates were just watching me be super frustrated. Um, <laughs> but like Victor mentioned Mario Kart and that's like, I love that game so much. Like I'm, I'm like actually obsessed with it. Like I, um, I'm so competitive on it. Like I actually um, entered a tournament at Davis. My, I think it was my sophomore year. Um, but oh yeah, and I ended up winning, and it was like super fun to do. I like pretty much play that game like all the time. Mm-hmm. I heard of that um tournament, but um, how many? Well, like how many people are like able to play in that? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like twenty people. Um, it was like, I- I'm going to be honest, like, I love Davis, but it was not planned. <laughs> it was not planned, like, thoroughly, because I was supposed to receive my, they said that they had a prize. Um, and they said, like, oh, yeah, we have a prize for you. It's ready. It's on the way. I didn't get anything for, like, six months. And they actually didn't have a prize for me, and I ended up just getting, <sighs> like, a- <laughs> I thought I was gonna get some cool like there much. Dude, I, I I emailed them like I emailed them. I was so annoying, like I emailed them all the time, but um I ended up getting like a little Starbucks gift card. <laughs> oh for the game I sometimes did Wii Sports. Do you guys know the oh. Wii Sports? Yes. Uh, yeah, it has a lot of exercise and it is very old game, but I really enjoyed it uh, with my brother. I love that game. That's yeah. like my my childhood right there. Um, I like. I would play like the baseball one. That was like really fun. Also mm-hmm. the boxing. Like I love. I don't oh, know, yeah, I boxing it was fun. It would get so intense, like playing against the computer. Mm-hmm. I think I since um. Oh yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you. Like um, so since COVID, have any of you decided to like start up sports or? Not at all. I, I like I said, I'm I'm just like not a physically active person. <laughs> I've tried yeah. I remember I tried working out and I worked out for like one day and I was like, okay. All right, um, this is this is not for me. Oh no, I work out walking in the park with my mom every ten PM. So it seems easy mm-hmm. to hear, but I don't think it's easy to always walk on time. And it would not have been possible if I'm doing exercise alone every day, but I work hard with my mother. And it motivated by each other because we were together. But mm-hmm. at this dangerous time due to the COVID-19, I felt that my immune system should not be weakened. So I started exercise. Uh, with continuous online class and pandemic, people stay at home and there is a lot of exercise at home. So with this exercise, we all can overcome this difficult situation, I think. Um, Victor, do you exercise? Um, I think you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, I, I went. I got to. I got to the gym often, but I think it was since COVID. I just. I just completely stopped mm-hmm. since all of the gyms were closed. But yeah, I think that's our time. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, guys. So now we're moving on to our third group. Hopefully good morning, ready. everyone. Yeah, hey, good morning, everyone. This is like, 
I guess we're called News Desk 3 at this point, aren't we? We're going to talk about uh, science and technology news. Good things come uh, in threes, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, they really do. They really do. Uh, but anyway, so I believe that – have you guys heard of the news about uh, the recent SpaceX, like, Crew 2 shuttle that's supposed to go to the ISS recently? It's supposed to, like, dock at the International Space Center, and actually, it was supposed to launch today, I believe. But yeah, I think apparent, so. Yeah, but apparently, they had some sort of wind condition or something like that, so they pushed it back to tomorrow. Um, I did hear about that. I think that uh, it's cool that we're still doing space, space, space <laughs> exploration. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though NASA isn't the one sending people into space anymore. Well, yeah, I think NASA actually like charted like uh, SpaceX to actually have this, you know, what it, I guess it's it, technically the 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 vehicle that they're going in is called the Crew Dragon, I believe, and that's going up to the ISS. And, and NASA actually charted uh, SpaceX to send it to the ISS. Uh, which the is one thing that worries me about that is um, I don't know if you were watching their test. Up oh. until now, yes, <laughs> I've literally seen at least a dozen rockets explode. Yes, I and I think actually even just recently they had that exactly uh, like what, like two weeks it? ago. Yeah, it was three weeks ago with like their proto their, their rocket, and then just recently with their prototype space shuttle, it actually safely landed back onto the platform like and the, then exploded. Yeah, three <laughs> minutes after it exploded, and it's like then exploded. What? It's like, okay, we're home safe. Get everybody off the ship. Explode. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. It's actually, you know, pretty pretty scary thinking I, about it. You know, I, I, I agree. I think that, like, people who have signed up for this exploration, like, great job. All of oh, them. yeah. It's going to be amazing. Like, going to Mars, especially, like, today being Earth Day, like, going to another planet and, like, testing the if humans can live on that planet under yeah. any circumstances. Amazing. But yeah, I mean, eventually I would do, hate you know, to like do all of that and then get back home, land, and the rocket explodes. I would hate. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'd be pissed because I'm dead. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, of course. And I mean, and that's even like assuming that it doesn't explode when it gets to Mars. Exactly, like excluding it doesn't explode on the way up or it like for real. There, there yeah, are a bunch yeah. of factors. I think that it's really awesome. And um, shout out SpaceX for like continuing space exploration. Oh, yeah. um, beyond Mars, like uh, Elon was talking about, he wants to go to uh, Venus next, and I was like, dude, it's a gas planet, so we'll see. <laughs> Wait, the man wants to go to Venus? Holy he just moly. wants to explore space because all we really know on Earth is Earth. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, I kind of admire, I admire that kind of gung ho, I don't know, feeling towards it, and I think that exploring space is really important. But man, Venus? <laughs> I know, I know, I, I get it too because like and you have to admire that he is is that kind of visionary where he doesn't only think about changing the earth he wants to change the like universe right and that kind of thinking is huge but yeah venus is gonna be rough <laughs> yeah i'm not so sure about venus but hey you know actually going about uh, taking off from Mar i mean success if they successfully land on mars that'll be good but you know you know how much like fuel and oxygen it takes just to get there yeah 
It's yeah. insane. So like just recently, actually, NASA has come up with a potential way to refuel the oxygen once they get to Mars. And actually, just recently, they launched the Perseverance uh, rover and successfully landed it on Mars a, a while ago. Was, I, I, think I believe it was a couple months ago. I thought it got stuck while it was on Mars. It Did got it get stuck, stuck in a crater. Yeah, I thought it got <laughs> stuck in a crater. And uh, it's still like operational, but it took mm. them a minute to get it out of the crater. <laughs> ah, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, but, no, I, but it's super cool that there is even like just a rover on Mars. And oh, yeah. we can see how the planet is formed, like get soil samples, look at all the kinds of stuff that like nerd out for me. But yeah. <laughs> it's super cool that we can go to Mars and even have the rover there, even if it is, did get stuck in a crater. Yeah. And, you know, I believe that the rover is actually taking, like, samples of, like, rock to see if there are signs of life yeah. from, like, pre like millions and millions and millions of years ago, you know? Last I heard, and this was a, uh, probably about a week ago, is they found a bacteria in the soil of Mars that, like... They're trying to say that it's life. It's just not intelligent life because it's like stayed dormant on Mars this entire time. Right. And it's a bacteria. So there, it's one of the things that the rover actually picked up. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. So they're working on it. They're working on it. Yeah. Gosh, I hadn't heard of that. But anyway, uh, on the rover is actually this small little like toaster size thing going back to like refueling oxygen when you get to mars yeah. there's a small little toaster size thing it's called the moxie i believe and essentially they they built it, it like to try and solve the problem of getting oxygen on mars which there is no oxygen they have a very thin carbon dioxide uh, atmosphere it's like 96 percent carbon dioxide i believe and so they made this small little box that's called moxie and essentially what it does is it creates oxygen from the carbon dioxide. So it sucks in the carbon dioxide and removes the, I, I believe it removes like the carbon atoms or something from it. And then it produces breathable quality oxygen. So it acts as like a forest for space basically. Yeah. Like, I, where it just takes in all, well, I guess plants give, yeah, they give out oxygen and they, <laughs> they take in carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. I okay. So I have the exact stats here. I just pulled it up. In the first operation, from from Moxie, that is, it made five grams of oxygen, which is equivalent to ten minutes worth of breathable air for an astronaut. Like I mean, that's good. That is just that's, that's amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah, that's yeah. phenomenal. Aiden, you want to hop in here? What do you think? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was gonna ask you guys: Would you take the? Uh, trip to mars if it was oh. offered <laughs> only if it was offered for free um even with the exploding rockets i'm not gonna lie it's still a fantastic opportunity um plus they have boxes that can make oxygen for us <laughs> <laughs> do you yeah, guys they... know how long it takes to get there oh, uh i don't I remember it's like two years or something, something like, like that. that i think it's, it's like pretty long and a half two and a quarter yeah so based on SpaceX websites, it says six months, which is not not too bad, I guess. Six See, and months. I think, I think that's why their rockets keep exploding because they keep like <laughs> <laughs> they 
they keep, they're just like, pouring it all in the speed. For real. <laughs> they're just trying to smash as many things in there as they can. And they're like, yo, put as much speed on this as you possibly can <laughs> and get us there. But no, yeah. I think like astronauts who have gone to like Mars or like at least gone to space, gone close to Mars, um, it's taken them like a good two years. But yeah, I actually don't. I don't know if I don't think anybody's actually ever been close to Mars. Well, I don't they think they've on ever the opposite side of the moon, do they? and that is like as close as they'll get to Mars. Right, right, yeah. Because sometimes they'll orbit the moon, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Because um, I don't, I don't think everyone, anyone's ever pulled the trigger and actually been like, okay, now we're going to Mars because there's like, I mean, that no, is and, just yeah. And for us to be in 2021, and Elon Musk to be the first person to like even think about making the rocket to get someone to mars is pretty amazing yeah no it's crazy what do you think jingy uh i actually uh one of my friend he got the ticket to mars Stop it. Ticket. no way <laughs> that's awesome the, the uh, only the ticket with his name on um that's all you need but you just bring a photo yeah. id and they let you on the <laughs> <laughs> i thought uh so it's a I think it's a event. Uh, they put the people's name on the ticket, and in 2026, they will bring these tickets with the names on to actually Mars, and it's really popular recently. And one of my friends, he applied, and he got the chance to to get the ticket. But when he posted it on Inst uh, not Instagram, but similar app in China, I thought. He's actually going to Mars, and it's oh. a one-way ticket. And <laughs> it's, so it's a one-way ticket. Him, I, I I ask him like, "Are you going to die in 20, 2026? Can I invite you for dinner before you die? Before right? you go to Mars? <laughs> Can I see you Dang. one last time before you go to Mars? Yeah, let's. Well, yeah, yeah and, <laughs> and then I saw on the news it's only their name go to the mars not themselves ah, I, I, I think see. it's crazy that like the 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 biggest issue like you said michael i think is getting people back so it's a one-way oh, yeah. ticket so it, it has to work out once they get there it has to they have no choice oh yeah <laughs> i believe though that the the moxie like one i believe that their their I, the whole idea is to make like a giant version of moxie and that's just going to fuel everything I believe that it also it, it makes liquid oxygen, which I think can be used as fuel. I could be completely wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I think that that's their solution to fuel and oxygen, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a good solution if you can make up a large enough amount of oxygen, be yeah. it liquid or, um, wow, O2. Uh, O2. Yeah, <laughs> be it liquid <laughs> or like, I know. Yeah, breathable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think either way, it's just really cool that we're actually thinking about Mars and in the next decade we'll be there. Yeah. And they they even actually just recently another like crazy thing from the 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 Perseverance Mars rover is actually Ingenuity. Ingenuity is like a small drone that they had set up to actually fly on Mars. Oh wow. So yeah. it's literally just going to like scan the surface while perseverance is on the ground it's yeah. going to be in the air that's pretty yeah cool. and actually just recently i think actually a little while ago just recently it's going to do its second test but just a while ago 
It actually had its first test and successfully took off with a seven minute. Everything had to be autonomous, by the way, because there was a seven minute delay from Earth to Mars. That's right? actually not that bad, considering it takes two years to get there or well, six months. Six months yeah, yeah, to two of course, years. of course, of course. But <laughs> so everything was autonomous and it actually took off and flew for about 30 minutes, I believe, and then landed successfully and is preparing for its next flight. Uh, and one crazy thing that I that I heard on the grapevine, and actually just recently I saw it, was uh, on in the in Ingenuity itself, there is a piece of the Wright brothers, like original plane. Mm. But anyway, I think that that's a good note to leave it off on. Uh, this was Group Three. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. Wow, that was so interesting. So now we're moving on to our last group. Yo, yo, yo. So this is Steven with Group 4, and we are going to be talking about politics in the world. But before we talk about that, I have to share my radio manifesto. So, uh, yeah, here it goes. To be quite honest, the idea of seriously being a radio DJ never really crossed my mind until this January, when I saw KDVS post notices about their DJ training program. As someone who was born at the very tail end of the 20th century, too young to be a millennial, too old to be a TikTok celebrity, radio always seemed like some archaic thing of the past. I didn't have much respect for it. Nowadays, I assume the majority of people my age have access to online music services like iTunes and Spotify. When I'm in my car, I like to listen to music that I want to listen to at the moment. Why wouldn't I? But saying that reminds me of how I got interested in the music in the first place. I had a favorite radio station in Sacramento. Every day on the way to school, I would listen to it, and it would become my source of discovering new artists. Sure, despite branding itself as an alternative radio station, it never really was truly underground, but there was absolutely an unmistakable charm to a station that was so devoted to playing the entirety of Sublime's 1996 self-titled album. However, after being bought out in recent years, the sound of music just has not been the same coming from that station. I already had swapped to listening to personal playlists on Spotify, but something about the departure of this beautiful station that had such an influence in defining my musical tastes just struck me as wrong. There is something missing in the world with nothing to take its place. Zoomers may not be the generation with the deepest connection to radio, but for an age group that's so obsessed with podcasts, I feel like it's important to pay respect to the broadcast frequencies that gave birth to our new favorite pastime. Maybe your gut instinct when you step in your car is to plug in your phone and just hit shuffle on your usual playlist, but there's something so special about listening to another human being share their favorite music with you, even if they are abusing the power of radio to play Sublime on permanent repeat, which is what I believe radio is all about. And here we go with uh, our discussion for group four. So today's topic is uh, politics in the world. Um, does anyone wanna open us up on that topic? Yeah, I guess we can start with happy Earth Day, everybody. Happy Earth Day. The Earth is not cleaner than it was yesterday, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Natalie, Vanessa, do you guys want to jump in when, whenever you guys are ready? Should we yeah, talk I about on the... Topic, I was going to say on the topic of Earth Day, um, yesterday, Gavin Newsom declared a drought emergency for Sonoma and Mendocino counties, which is actually pretty concerning um considering fire season uh it's basically here and 
it's gonna be a hard one this year yeah i saw um i think it was like a couple months ago i saw an article that said already um we're like the the plants i don't know how else to say that but the plants in california are overall way 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 drier than they were at this time last year and last year was already like record setting for the amount of wildfires there was yeah so it really looks like 2021's fire season is going to be not good is it going to be any worse than last year's fire season that we had you think i uh, i think so i would I say think it's yes worse. yeah mm -hmm. wow, okay. especially um I would say especially for um, Mendocino because it already is like a hot spot for wildfires and it's like my hometown like I live here right now and our lake is literally like desert dry there's like a couple puddles um, so yeah it'll be a tough fire season. You said uh, Mendocino. I hope yeah Mendocino County. Is there any evacuation plan like set up for that area already? Um, not that I know of, but there's been a lot of evacuations like in the past summers from the wildfires. Did you I have think to California has learned anything from last year? From the fires? Um yeah, I think we have learned a lot, but I think um, it was up to like, or it was like the weather that's really like impacting what's going to happen next. Was anyone affected by like all the, the smoke from last year? I don't know if anyone has like asthma or anything, but like I don't, but I live in uh, Folsom, which is just like an hour away from here. And even though there weren't any fires that were like directly next to us, uh, there was one day there was actually two days last year where the sky was so pitch like it was literally pitch black with smoke i remember um when my friends were in chico when the paradise fire was happening a few years ago and they were talking about how uh the sky was so dark that it was actually cold outside um despite the fire just because there was like no sunlight reaching them there was like one day in Folsom where it was like really 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 dark and that was like i've never seen it like that before that was actually like kind of scary but um, have you guys like been affected by the the uh, smoke at all? I remember last year the smoke making me feel really sick. I was at work, um, working a drive-through window at Starbucks, and like when it first started, um, just a lot of us were getting migraines and like feeling super nauseous and stuff. And then I do remember the sky being super dark where I was at, and I actually thought it was super early in the morning, but it was actually the afternoon, which was crazy to me. Just how the sky changed because of it all. You said you were working at a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, I um I was talking to some friends a couple of days ago, and they were talking about how um when they were working at Starbucks and it was smoky outside, they were also getting migraines, but um their bosses wouldn't let them go home because yeah. they still had to sell coffee because that was <laughs> more important at the time. Uh, anyone else, like, personally affected by the fires at all? Uh, personally affected by fires, someone who, like you mentioned earlier, I actually do have asthma, and I actually did have to quarantine myself. Uh, literally had to isolate myself and close all my windows, keep the, vent the 
a cooler on because I really couldn't go outside. So it was really like, it was really, I think it was more like, like really oppressing compared to quarantine, COVID, because at least, at least, at least there's clean air, at least with COVID, but with the fires, you actually, the air, the fire, the air also is actually pretty thick and pretty heavy. So it's pretty felt really suffocating. So on that's that topic, true. That's like two very different types of quarantine. Like at least during COVID, like we can like go sit outside and like sunbathe or like read a book or something, but not when there's smoke everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like quarantine, like when we were already on quarantine for uh, pandemic reasons, like it was already like kind of depressing, but um, I was getting around it because like I was studying, like I would do all of my studying in my backyard. If I had uh, any time to read, I would do it in my backyard. And then it was smoky and I had literally nowhere to go except just staying inside my house. And I was like, this sucks. It was pretty lame. Mm-hmm. And talking about COVID in California, hasn't, do you guys heard like a, uh, COVID cases in California is actually improving? Yeah, I heard uh, California has the lowest uh, case rate in the continental US. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's a positive. This morning though, I actually read that India is actually said to be seeing the world's highest ever daily COVID cases. And they're at like 314,835 daily new cases that they're seeing. Daily? Yeah. I saw wow. Actually, at work. It was like at 6 a.m. that news came out. Um, I actually read an article about that too. It says there's no lack of beds and lack of oxygens. Yeah. The, the mass, like that's especially in, in a country where there's a lot of people. And especially they live in the small towns where there's poverty and they less access to hospitals. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's really become more intense. And with the earth becoming harder every single day, so I'm pretty sure it's been really, really tight right there. Is there vaccines over there? Do you know? Like, does everyone have vaccines, or is it only? I'm pretty sure there is, but the access to it—that's another thing. Like, there oh. probably is, but just the access of it actually getting to everybody, considering that in each different country, it's different. Uh, different rules, different regulations, uh, and like, and which one the government actually actually orders and they're willing to transport since you had to con- consider storage too. Like storage, they had to be certain temperatures, so they actually work. Otherwise they're just just a, a liquid in a little, little syringe. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think like even travel restrictions are like getting stronger um, because some countries, their cases like India, their cases are going up. Um, but then like California's cases aren't as bad as they were. They're like better than they've ever been, I guess. Um, so it's just really like, we're gonna have to see how everything plays out, I guess. I'm really happy we're in Davis because I think Davis like, I mean, do you think Davis is like doing it the best in the country? Cause like our city has been like really good at getting like everyone tested. Not just like people in school, but like just everyone in Davis. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of other um, colleges across the US have like tried to follow the model that we have like for testing. So Davis is definitely up there. 
Yeah, and talking about travel restrictions, you guys heard that CDC has different levels of restrictions on different countries or places, like, oh, like four is a no-go, but three is maybe you can go. So what do you guys think about that? Like, regarding to a you no can do or maybe, or does even, do you think even stops people from actually going there? I'm wondering how long we're going to have to um, deal with just travel restrictions in general, because um, as long as there's people like worldwide that still have the coronavirus, it could come back to America. I mean, this could be like, even if everyone in America were to get vaccinated, there's still like all these other countries that probably won't reach that until 2022, 2023. I'm wondering if like we're going to be dealing with like travel restrictions for like years. What do you guys think? I think you're probably right, especially with the news of India coming out. We don't know how many other places are struggling with making sure everyone's vaccinated and safe. So with new people coming in, even if they do have the vaccine, like there's still other variants that could come from that. So I think just be cautious in terms of traveling right now. Yeah, I think you're right. We're most likely will suffer side effects of COVID for the years to come. And talking about things that are still yet to be resolved and probably take uh, many years. Have you guys heard the verdict of George Floyd case? Have you guys heard so far? Guilty, 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 guilty. Um, did you hear what uh, Fox News, what uh, Tucker Carlson was saying? No. What do you say? Apparently, I think like conservative media has been overall like not complaining too much because I mean, obviously, like Derek Chauvin was on his neck for nine minutes, but uh, Tucker Carlson's complaining about it, of course, which like I just I I just find it. I, it's not shocking, but like, of course, like even with the case where it's like so clear cut, like what Chauvin did was wrong, there still has to be like someone saying like, Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not happy with, like, the results. Like, I just, it's, like, really frustrating to see at this point. Like, it feels like people have to, like, have an alternative opinion on something. I don't know. What have you guys been hearing about it online? There's still uh, three other officers waiting to be tried, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So keeping him in solitary confinement for like 23 hours a day. Not yeah, I saw that. Probably just to keep him from other people, because I'm sure he would not be safe out in Gen Pop. 23 yeah. hours, though. That's a lot. Yeah, it's wild. That's, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that this case will actually make a difference in the near future? The, or is it, I heard, I don't know, the calling an exception to actually there being justice in, in cases, and especially in recent weeks, there has been many shootouts regarding those uh, uh, that are not white, like either Asians or like or black, just because, oh, you're not white, so here I can take advantage of you, but there's really not much justice being done. On uh, Fox News, the commentators that weren't complaining about the uh, case, they were saying, they were uh, using words like exceptional. Like they were saying this was an exceptional case because you had the video. Um, it was such an extreme, like, I mean, he was on his neck for nine minutes. It was ridiculous. 
and it's really 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 hard for like people to like have any alternative argument for this case i'm afraid that this is just going to be an exception i'm not expecting any substantial change to come from this i mean like our leaders haven't been um talking about police reform at all and that's like the biggest that's the most important part like obviously it's important to get justice for the death of george floyd but my biggest issue is like I, I hate how like these protests have had the name the George Floyd protest because it's been way, way bigger than him, especially because like around the same time that he died or uh, that his death was in the news, Breonna Taylor died and they're not called the Breonna Taylor protests. But I'm I'm afraid that this is not going to change a, a hell of a lot, but we'll have to see. Anyone yeah, else I would agree. This does feel like an exception, especially because there was um, video evidence of it. And there's so many cases out there that don't have evidence. All right, this is Jackie, and you are tuned into KDRT 95.7, Davis, California, where the grass roots grow. And thank you for listening to us. And see you next time. When did you stop loving me? How long have I been a memory? I've got to know. This hour of KDRT programming is underwritten by Berryessa Brewing Company, offering a rotating lineup of fresh handcrafted beers, live music, and food trucks. Open Thursday through Sundays and located at 27260 Highway 128 Winners. Information at berryessabrewingco.com. Two, three, four.